Time is 35 minutes past six on Thursday, the 7th of February, 2013. My name is Garen Thomas. And I'm Simon Payne. And you're listening to our Errand of Mercy. Um, Simon, this week, I want to jump right in on um, one of our favourite crazy countries in this, you know, messed up world. I think we like to, we like to talk about the whole world here in this we show. We do. Um, and we've mentioned before the um, the crazy, crazy-ass country of North Korea. Yes, indeed. Um, the bad Korea, as it's sometimes referred to. <laughs> Naughty Korea. Naughty Korea, indeed. Yeah. Um, now, I don't, I mean, I, I might have, I don't think I mentioned on the show before, I might have mentioned to you, to you, have you ever been on North Korea's official YouTube channel? No, but it sounds it sounds amazing. I'm Im- I'm imagining there's like grainy 1960s style communist propaganda adverts that yeah, are just ever, on their website. 
there really is it's absolutely amazing it, it's it's on youtube um i'll probably i'll try and find it and paste a link to it on the facebook when um when we put this show up um it's it's great it's got like yeah bad adverts made like looking like they're made in powerpoint it's got north korean saturday morning cartoons which are fantastic yes and this week, um, a new propaganda film um, was placed on, a, on on their YouTube channel. What happens in this in this movie? It starts off with a film of a man sort of sleeping, and he's kind of he's a photographer. He's got a camera, and he's sleeping and dreaming about kind of the, the phot- photographs he might be able to take in North Korea's glorious future. You know, obviously, North Korea's got this big thing about their space program at the moment, which I think has kind of put a satellite up. It didn't really work, but they did put a satellite up. Oh, that's good. So it starts um, with him kind of in a space shuttle, flying into sort of a kind of above the orbit of, of the world and taking photos of the world. And this kind of carries on for a little bit. And then the um, the space shuttle gets over North America and he looks out of a window at a city on fire. I mean, it's kind of, it looks like New York or something like that. So it's got a, a movie of a burning New York and like all the way through, there's like overlaid captions kind of like explaining what's going on. I, I, I don't have the exact quote, but it's like kind of a black smoke signifies the fate of capitalist traitors or something along those lines. Um, So this was already kind of in the context of North Korea's nuclear and rocket programs. Everyone was like, well, you're basically straight up saying you want to launch a nuclear missile at at America. Yeah. Which is probably never a good move for a country to make, I would say. No, no. so that, that was already pretty bad until someone realised that the footage of the burning video um, town that uh, North Korea had used on this video was, in fact, a clip from Activision's uh, Call of Duty series. Amazing. Um, so, unfortunately, I, I will link the YouTube channel, but um, the film is no longer available as Activision have have put a DMCA uh, claim and got the video taken down off of YouTube. That's an amazing, like, what what an allegory for, <laughs> for late-stage corporate capitalist America <laughs> that is. Yeah, I mean, it's a great combination of things, of just, like, North Korean inco- general incompetence and nuttiness. And, it's amazing. Uh, and the fact that we live in a world where, yeah, Activision can take down a North Korean propaganda video for a copyright claim. Yeah. Yeah, we need we need people like Activision. Yeah, I think so. In this, in our time of need, Activision will come and they will rescue us from from the North Koreans. But, by... but like, this isn't the first time this has happened either. I mean, like this, like people using clips from Call of Duty in like videos and stuff seems to happen with like alarming regularity. By people, we're we talking about like powerful governments. Yeah, governments and like I mean, we'd spoke about um, ages and ages ago about I think it was the BBC using something from Halo. Why aren't people checking their sources? On these I think I like, think that a lot of the time with these kind of things, it always seems like there's a generational divide. Like, yeah. like the the language that we speak as as people of our age and people we've grown up you know with the internet and in the internet and yeah. in the gaming industry there is a there's an endemic language that we have to speak that they yeah. don't speak so they'll see that logo and they'll go that's probably exactly the logo we're after we'll <laughs> yeah. just would that's 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 exactly that's what like, we want that's it, yeah yeah it's uh, i mean it is kind of 
just the whole thing's kind of astounding. That's I, pretty. It's like there's a lot of different layers of fun in that. I think it, it's like a it's like an international incident trifle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, that's what it is. But it's kind of like on top is the sort of the whipped cream of nuclear war. Yeah. Then yeah, sort of the yellow of incompetent, uh, the, the yellow custard of incompetent propaganda, and finally the the, the jelly of copyright infringement, which I believe is what the the gelatin in our society, the thing that binds our society together, is international <laughs> copyright law. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> it's the thing that keeps us all together. Um, so that's what's going down in North Korea. Um, but like, there's there's other sort of crazy communist news going on. Sort of crazy kind of throwbacks to totalitarian communism. There ain't no party like a totalitarian communist party. Yeah, um, I mean, I, this this also relates back to something you've spoken to before. I believe it was um, a street in was it Chelmsford? Yeah, agreed that they should carry on being called Stalin Street. Was yes, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I believe you're also aware of the um, the city in Russia called Volgograd. Um, you might have heard of that. It's um, was. More famously known as Stalingrad, mm-hmm. uh, site of the uh, Battle of Stalingrad. But obviously, yep. after the collapse of uh, of communism, um, changed its name from Stalingrad to Volgograd. Yep. Um, the city council of Volgograd um, have announced uh, in the last week that they're going to change the name back again to Stalingrad, which is a bold move. Admitted. Why? Um, well. I mean, they're saying people don't know Volgograd, they know Stalingrad. Um, But, you know, they've recognised there are some issues with renaming their city after a famous totalitarian despot. Yeah, exactly. Um, So they're only going to be called Stalingrad for six days of the year. (laughs) What? (laughs) Let's let's fix what could piss people off with just a really nonsensical solution. And then hopefully for six years, they'll just go, for six days even, they'll just go... Uh-huh. What? So, I mean, I guess that means for 359 days of the year. This is 365 days. Yeah, it's Volgograd. Yeah. And for six days every year, it's officially Stalingrad. Do all the signs change? I can only assume that all the signs change. Uh, everything spins around. <laughs> I imagine that as the signs change, there's like a Silent Hill-esque transformation as as everybody's transported to like 1960s communist Russia. Yeah. And everybody goes into like an other world of of communist oppression yeah just like cues for cabbages yeah 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 i i i I can see that yeah um and you're like i can just picture like people in other parts of russia like calling up it's like yeah i I need to speak to uh the mayor of volgograd i'm sorry i don't know why don't know where you're talking about don't know what this volgograd is what's this you're banging on about it's kind of like Russia's version of opposite. Day. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like it's... I don't know what you're talking about. There's no Volgograd in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> What's this Volgograd of which you speak? This is Stalingrad. <laughs> I like to imagine that. Like I'm imagining it now, like a like a kind of a really rousing communist party propaganda song plays as like like <laughs> statues of Stalin erupt from peaceful parks out of the ground. <laughs> With like big think, cogs all over them. 
I'm kind of thinking more like at a build up and then kind of like at like midnight, they kind of have a big party and everyone put, throws out their communist flags over yeah. over the balconies, yeah. and, you know. And they, yeah, for six days, they kind of like all have like a crazy communist party. Massive impractical tank parades. <laughs> yeah. It all kicks off. It all kicks off for those six days. And then, like, and then uh, at the end of those six days, it just all goes back to normal and everyone just pretends like nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. And if you speak of it, you disappear. Yeah, that's a crazy party. That's that's yeah, that's, a, that's the communist party. <laughs> yeah, that is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Before we end up, like, in jail. Yeah. In, in, in Russian super jail. <laughs> Which is ten times worse than English super jail. Oh, definitely. That would be the worst super yeah, jail yeah. by far. The only worst super jail to go to is Turkish super jail. Um, but, like, I mean, it's not to say that kind of Russia's all totalitarianism and yearning for a Stalinist past. Because um, yeah. there's there's been some other stuff happening in Russia. Um, yesterday, in fact, this went down, um, you know, in the build-up to... Uh, to Valentine's Day next mm-hmm. week, um, Vladimir Putin hired the uh, famous '90s R&B outfit Boys to Men to come to Moscow and perform a concert with the explicit aim of raising Russia's extremely low fertility rate. Wow! <laughs> this is a this is a this is a story from bizarro world. <laughs> like Vladimir Putin. Um, I mean, I, I'm kind. I've kind of got like a weird obsession with Vladimir Putin. I basically wrote my like master's thesis on him. Yeah. Um, but he's got this incredible obsession with the fact that basically Russians aren't boning down enough. If they're not doing it enough. Yeah. Because like since the collapse of the Soviet Union, like Russian birth rates have collapsed, and like the people don't have many kids, and you know, on top of lots of Russians leaving Russia, yeah. it's a bit, you know, it is kind of a big problem. But he's like constantly telling people basically not to use condoms and stuff. <laughs> it's kind of thing. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, and what he's done this year is, as I said, to hire boys to men to come to Moscow. The idea behind hiring the 90s R&B group, this is from the NME, appears mm-hmm. to be that their romantic and lust-filled slow jams will inst- inspire the people of Russia to depart the concert and embark on activities that would see the number of pregnant women in Moscow increase overnight. But- <laughs> Putin has repeatedly spoken about his desire to see the population of Russia increase, stating that three children per household is the figure to aim for. Bloody hell! That's <laughs> that's definitely one too many. At least, at really? least, would you? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like two's replacement rate, I guess, isn't it? I think you know? two's two's great. Two 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 kids. You don't want more than two kids. Really? Three kids are just like yeah, they they outnumber you then. Yeah, I mean, I come from a family of three children. I think exactly. Freeze about you up. no, freeze about <laughs> right because you know you're prepared for like the inevitable child deaths essentially. The inevitable child deaths of Russia. Yeah, like I mean, it, that that's kind of like the level you need to keep like a slowly growing population to get Russia back on track. And the way to achieve that is to um, is to listen to boys to men because you know you reckon. I, 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 as I'm sure has been statistically shown, nothing gets the love juices flowing like 90s R&B. <laughs> I think that the mistake he's made there is he's booked Boys to Men and not Justin Timberlake. <laughs> um, 
Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, I think they they perform very similar roles. So yeah, exactly. Just... Yeah, yeah. But but the the point is, Justin Timberlake is better at it. <laughs> yeah, he Maybe is. It it's the ladies, lady would... listeners, lady listeners to the show. Send us in, send us in messages on our Facebook page. Not you... not that kind. Send us, send us like who you would you prefer? Kind, you can send those kind as well. I mean, not to the it... Facebook page. Well, That'd I mean, be... all right. See yourself. Yeah. You should send private messages to me. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> G is apparently a filthy old man. Um, <laughs> yeah, send us in some messages. Let us know which would you prefer, boys to men or Justin Timberlake? I, I mean, I think I think it is going to be. I don't know. I I, I mean, I I would say the Timberlake will win out, but you know, he's he's in the process of, of releasing a new album. He might be a bit expensive. Maybe it's um maybe it's a Russian thing. Maybe Russians just love boys to men. I mean, let's face it, like, I mean, I imagine Putin's of a, I mean, uh, how old's Putin, would you say? Kind of like... 162? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'd say he's kind of like, looking at him, I would say sort of mid to late 50s, maybe. Yeah, so maybe. like, I, I'd imagine he was doing a fair amount of his boning in the era of Boys to Men. And, so he, I, and it brings back, it brings back memories. So actually, yeah, this isn't about the Russians. This is about Putin. This yeah, is about, about Putin, Putin getting down. It's about Putin reliving sexy memories. I think that's maybe <laughs> what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're saying. So Putin reckons it's up to him. He's just going to go to this party and he's going to, he's going to like make a round trip of Moscow. Yeah, maybe. Just, oh. and there'll be loads and like a, like an, a, a generation of Russians who look like Putin. <laughs> Well, I mean, we'll see how it works. As I said, this was um, it, the concert was on the sixth of February, which was last yesterday. Yeah, as we record this show, so like, I guess we'll find out in November. So, Russia, I wonder how Russia's feeling at the moment. Do you reckon reckon Russia feels feels worn out and satisfyingly sore? Or does... Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think I think they're feeling sort of tired but happy today. Tired but happy, and tired and happy. and a little bit heavier. We Maybe, reckon, yeah. Well, some of them a little bit heavier. <laughs> no, all of them. That's the that's the amazing power of boys to <laughs> men. Yeah, Their magical yeah. fertility powers Just makes ev- everyone pregnant. Everyone's pregnant, men and women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, why do you think they suddenly disappeared in the mid nineties? CIA cover up. That could be onto something. There could be. Onto that's what something. happened. Why do you think that all of a sudden they disappear? It's because the CIA realised that men were having children, and that's wrong. <laughs> so actually i've changed are my, you, ma- my are mind you, are you saying boys to men is a kgb experiment that's what i'm saying that's they've, what you're saying they've right. got them in and they want to put them in this sinister lab to see if they can force pregnancy they're gonna make pregnancy guns that like <laughs> you, they fire a compressed ray of of the back what's catalog of boys to men oh shit i'm full of babies that's, and, uh, that's how that works. Meanwhile, the CIA is working on a Bell Biv DeVoe um, based countermeasure. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be like an insane, like an insane sexy war between. <laughs> It's, it's not going to be the Cold War. It's going to be the Hot War. It's going to be like in the in behind the scenes, the CIA and the KGB will be having sexy wars with each other. Who can say, like, I mean, I, I think we can both say that really a sexy war would be much better than North Korea's vision of nuclear war. Yes, it would. North, North think, Korea slash Activisions. I vision. think we can. 
<laughs> oh man, if they join forces, we are fucked. <laughs> so I bet they made some amazing games. They, they, they would, yeah, but there'd be nobody left to play them apart from the centipedes. <laughs> so we've uh, we've we've had some horrifying news from the the kind of, I would say the Eastern Bloc still going strong of, yeah, of this left t- terrifying t- leftism. Yeah, but the, the terrifying dystopian countries of Eastern Europe and, and Eastern Asia. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would like to. Uh, I'd just like to let you know that that England is still doing terrifying things. We're we're still working towards our own terrifying dystopian future. All I right. Yeah. Recently, you wrote a uh, a short story about a terrifying dystopian future ruled over by Gok Wan. Did you not? Yeah, it's it's a work in process. I'll be honest, but yeah, that that is one of my that is something I'm writing at the moment. Um, I um I had a terrifying glimpse into the future, um, a, a future ruled over by Chris Moyles, uh, recently, who um I think would make a pretty good despot king. In fact, I'm considering you know making a cyberpunk movie where Chris Moyles is like the mayor of a cyber a cyber city. Chris Moles definitely does have something of the fascist populist dictator about him, doesn't he? Yeah, I it? can imagine him screaming things and thumping a lectern. It's a, there's definitely a bit of Mussolini about Chris Moyles. Oh, there totally is. That's what it, it totally is. He is, does. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah it's, we, we've picked up on something that I don't think anyone else has. But no, there's definitely a link going on there. Yeah. It's, um, it's pretty freaky. Um, <laughs> so The Love Machine started in March... Um, 2012. It's presented by Stacey Solomon and Chris Moyles. Who's Stacey Solomon? She is a um, she is a plastic lady famous for being stupid. Right. Okay. Which I think um, sets the scene for this entire this entire show. So, um, so you've heard of uh, you've probably heard of Take Me Out. Yeah, I, I've w- both watched and occasionally enjoy Take Me yeah. Out. Yeah, and so- I think that. Take Me Out is kind of enjoyable because because there's not really any n- nobody really has too much control over that yeah. situation today. Everybody gets a say. Everybody gets kind of control of their yeah. own destiny. It, it's 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 a really interesting show that because it's kind of it's it's incredibly tacky, but it really knows it. Like, yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's and and also like the people on it, like you know, they, they are like incredibly honest about what they're into and what they're not i think yeah. there's, there's, there's something good to be said about it. i'm not i'm not entirely in favor of it but no. i think that definitely it's got its good points yeah. i think that take me out is an intelligently designed show um yeah however um the love machine is essentially a neon slave auction um <laughs> the way it works is there's a like a if you haven't seen The Love Machine, which, God help you, I hope you I haven't. What, what, what channel's this on? It's this, like Sky's version of Take Me Out. It is a Sky Living original series. So that, right, that, yeah. That'll give you... Um, yeah, an indication of the quality we could expect. Right? Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's worrying. It's been produced by Princess Productions, which basically exists to rip off more popular and better executed formats. Other shows made by Princess Productions include Got to Dance, Must Be the Music, and The Sunday Night Project. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that is a selection of failed shows ripped from better shows, really, yes. isn't it? <laughs> Um, other shows made by them include Famous and Fearless, Something for the Weekend, Sunday Brunch, The Search, 
How many of is this like Chris Moles's program? Because I'm, I'm like company. Because I'm almost certain he's been in several of these shows. He's probably like in he's, with. He's probably he, in with them. To be honest, yeah. Um, they they also um, made a show called Date My Mum. And uh, Lily Allen and friends. Oh Lord! <laughs> yeah. So this is like a. This is a. That I. I feel like this is this a production is... company based entirely on gradually eroding the soul of our nation. I think that's what they're here for. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Possibly ran by Lucifer himself. So yeah, ran by Chris Moyles. Yeah, <laughs> or Chris Moyles by Mussolini Moyles. <laughs> um, the 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 issue I have well, there's a number of issues I have with this. Essentially, the format of the show is it's similar to Take Me Out, but with a lot more misogyny. So you have a wall mm. uh, which has a massive revolver chamber like contraption on it. So there's a there's I believe six circles with each with a woman in them, and they are dark, so you can only see their silhouette. And then a bigger, like a like a circle, spins around them and selects one of them at random. And then that woman lights up, and the yeah. and the man who's been chosen to have his pick of the slaves, yeah, um, judges her based on her superficial appearance, decides whether he likes her or not. If he doesn't like her, they write something vaguely mean about her on an iPad and it flashes up on the screen, like a massive screen Fucking so everybody hell. can see, and then they move on to another person. Just rotating right. That yeah. does sound exactly like the slave auction from Taken. Yeah, it also that, sounds like... Base, they, what they've basically done is taken the slave auction from Taken and then, and then the bad bits from Take Me Out and just like combined them there. And 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 then told the director of Brazil to write it as if it was a satire of modern humanity. Because <laughs> um, if we go back to Take Me Out, the whole thing about that is it's the women judging the men. Yeah. So it's kind yeah. of like it's kind of like twisting around the way these things usually work. Yeah. Movie. Which so I enjoy. Kind of, yeah, definitely. Um, um, but but then the um, then the the man decides on one of these women, mm. and um, and. He gets told a few extra pieces of information about her and is given a last-ditch um, chance to back out if he finds anything he doesn't like. So it is literally like like a like a, a woman auction. Uh, that's that's what's taking place here in our that nation really is in exactly 2013. Going, it's a woman auction. Yeah. A televised woman auction. Yeah. <laughs> Presented by Chris Moyles. Yeah. Also, I just realised, we didn't, like, I think we kind of, like, assumed everyone would know that everyone would know who Chris Moles was, but kind of like given our kind of um, our international audience these yeah. days, stretching from the United States to South Korea, yeah. um, Chris Moyles was a breakfast radio DJ on Radio 1 um, for forever. Forever. Like, like 10 years yeah. or something crazy. Like Longest running breakfast DJ um, in England. Yeah. Um, he's, he's not very funny. Um, He's boorish, idiotic, and he's the illegitimate son of Benito Mussolini. Yeah. So, so really, that, he's a mouthpiece for our people, I think. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah. So he's, he's not a particularly nice man. And, but the, the funny thing is, the thing I like about this show is it's so evil, Chris Moyles has to play the nice guy. There are a number of situations in the episode of it that I watched where he was like, now calm down, mate. You don't need to say that. 
Yes. Or, or come on, make your mind up. Or, or, or what's wrong with this one? Like Chris Moyles oh. inside knows it's wrong. Yeah, it's, but the way it's like, what's wrong with this one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's, I think, said, sets the tone slightly. And then they oh. go on a date after this. Yeah. So they, they get flown off to like Magaluf or some kind of like, yeah. like cheap tropical island. A holiday sex island. Yeah. 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 And, um, and they go on a date. And then they have to vote at the end of the day date whether to kiss or not kiss. Both people vote, and if the votes match and say kiss, then they kiss, and yay! I guess that's the beginning of an in, uh, of a, a vacuous relationship spawned by a horrific TV show. Mm. Um, but usually, what happens is they go on this date, they both vote to kiss, and then you don't hear from them again. Um, surprisingly enough, yeah. Uh, but. There was one kind of quite horrific uh, insight into this process where a lady was picked by a by a oh yeah a lot of these guys are like are like the most bland guys like it's yeah. like they've specifically chosen the most middle of the road dudes um, yeah like guys called Keith or Pete and their favorite band is Coldplay yeah exactly yeah. and <laughs> and a lot of them have mistaken lifting weights for building a round well-rounded personality yeah like don't get me wrong i've got nothing about guys lifting weights yeah nothing no, wrong take, with a muscular man yeah. but eat, eat well and work out please <laughs> yeah but but at the same time there's no need for you to uh there's no to need base, for you to, to base your entire identity around the size yeah. of your arms you dickhead <laughs> yeah um so she goes on a date with this guy so she gets picked and they're oh well we're going on the date bit now and they do the date thing and they both vote to kiss and then he moves his luggage into her room which oh, sounds like a euphemism that's because it kind of is that's, yeah. yeah that's not yeah it's not it's not like a it's it's not a euphemism that's just straight up so no. basically like they have sex and yeah. then afterwards um he's not really speaking to her much and she's like, "Oh well, I thought that that after he after he came to see me that that we'd that I'd get to see him again, but he doesn't seem interested anymore." And and I don't understand why. And I'm sat in my girlfriend's living room, literally shouting at the TV, like, "How is this? How is this a surprise to you? Yeah. You've been on a a woman slave auction show, and a man has chosen to take you out on a date, have sex with you, and then not call you back again. What kind of a guy do you think responds to the ads for this show? What kind of a, what kind of a person? It's not. Yeah. not you, you're lucky if they're going to have a soul. Yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, what what you what you've got done there is you've ended up on a show populated entirely by massive arseholes. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, that's horrible. Presided over by the arsehole in chief. Um, well, I mean, I got one unique way um, that these women could potentially sort of get back at these massive arseholes. Yeah. Um, there's uh, just a, just a story I, I read this week um, from Brazil. You know, just just kind of it, it just clicked into my head there when you're saying that. I was like, oh, they could, they could do this. Start that is a worrying start to a to a to. Here's how you get back at men. There's a story I heard from Brazil recently. You sound like a, a Victorian English explorer. <laughs> 
A scene I saw when in Brazil reminds me. This is the headline. Vagina murder plot. Brazilian man accuses wife of poisoning her private parts to kill him. Wow. Okay. Um, (laughs) You don't really understand the way mucosal membranes work, do you, bro? Well, a Brazilian man has accused his wife of trying to kill him by putting poison in her vagina and inviting him to have oral sex with her. (laughs) The man, identified only as a 43-year-old from São José do Rio Preto, I apologise for the butchering of that for any Brazilian or Portuguese listeners. It's right, we're English. They're lucky we didn't just shout it very slowly. Um realised something was afoot when he noticed a strange odour coming from his wife's private. (laughs) I mean, there are a thousand jokes to be made there, but let's just move on. Concerned, he took took her to hospital, whereupon she confessed to her nefarious plan. (laughs) Tests apparently revealed the woman had placed enough of the unnamed poison in her vagina to kill both her and her husband. Wow. So nobody understands how mucosal membranes work. (laughs) She has since received medical treatment, though sources claim her husband plans to sue her for attempted murder. Well, good. Well, that's fucking crazy. (laughs) If if that is not the craziest-ass murder attempt you've heard of this week... That's, um, yeah... It's about the other one. It's literally a honey trap. That's exactly <laughs> what that is. Literally what's going on there. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Like, you know they say poison is a woman's weapon? Well, <laughs> yeah. Poison wielded by a vagina is doubly a woman's weapon. It's double. It's dual wielding. <laughs> You're dual wielding your two greatest weapons, your <laughs> vagina and poison. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that that's what's that's what's going down in Brazil, you know. <laughs> that's wow. That's what's going down in Brazil. Well, <laughs> you're just you're throwing them all out there, G. I can't take all these jokes. <laughs> well, <laughs> that probably wasn't intended as a joke, but who cares? Well, no, I'm going to pretend it was. Yeah, yeah, no, that's totally what I that's totally what I meant to do. <laughs> I intended to do that. That's what yeah. I wanted to do. Wow. Yeah. Um, so many questions what what poison smells like what poison smells like that i mean well i mean that's the thing he just said it smelled unusual it's you have a an strange... unusual darling you have an unusual smelling vagina i shall take you to the hospital so it must have smelled significantly different than normal yeah i mean, i would i would guess is it is it arsenic that smells of almonds? Darling, your vagina smells like bitter almonds. Yeah. Have you been, like, have you eaten a lot of marzipan recently? And did with you your eat vagina. <laughs> with your vagina. Well, wow. Um, why not just, why not just, like, like stick a syringe in him while he's sleeping? That it's would be the easiest like the- thing. It seemed like there are a lot easier ways to poison a man than using your genitals. It's a, like a... It's. It sounds like the kind of like. It sounds like a letter from Penthouse Forum. You know what I mean? Like that would be a crazy ass letter. Sorry. Yeah, but yeah, but you know, it's like something something made up for a lads mag. That's not a real way you kill somebody. Yeah. I guess my my issue is that is the lack of professionalism that his wife had when attempting to assassinate him. 
Yeah, I mean, if you can procure enough poison to fill your vagina with it, you'd think you'd put a bit more thought. Just Google some shit. You know? I have a... <laughs> Darling, I have, a... I have a confession to make. My vagina is literally brimming with poison. <laughs> wow. That's a uh, that's quite a situation to get yourself into. That's a hell of a situation to get. These people into. just need to sit down and have a chat. Like, yeah, like I mean, buy some counselling sessions. You don't need to try and poison him with your vag. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be to be honest, like, what with the poison and you know, the, I mean, I don't know. I don't like. I mean, I don't know the health system in Brazil, but like, if they've got doctor's bills on top of that, you know, it's it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's a confusing it's a confusing old situation um i i you they've not really dealt with that that lack of mar that that amount of marital, marital discord um, <laughs> very well but then you know marriages run into trouble sometimes i think it's i think it's the way that you deal with those issues that that mark you out as either a a, a good or or bad man yeah um, i have a similar i have a, a story from like the other side of of doing marriage properly. So this yeah. is a, a story of um, of a friend of mine who is um, new, newly wed. He will be celebrating his first year anniversary of getting married in about two weeks. Congratulations. Um, he's also our awesome dude of the week. And I just wanted oh. to share a story about um, how he dealt with, um, with a man who wanted to go on his wife. And the way he dealt with it, I think that everybody will enjoy. Right. Um, I mean, like, I think there's... The, is this acceptable having someone know as awesome guy for a week? Well, I'll tell you the story. Okay, and, and then um, we'll and you can and judge. Then when we can judge after the story. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, I, I think it's quite a seminal tale. I think it's a tale that that. Are, can are be... you sure you want to use the word seminal there? <laughs> <laughs> it's an epoch divining tale. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. That might be that. <laughs> Thank God for my for my advanced vocabulary <laughs> due to reading far too many fantasy books when I was young. Um no, this is uh this is a story about a, a friend of mine whose whose name I shall protect by calling him simply Captain Thunder. Uh that's a, a nickname that somebody at work gave him. So, you know, the important people will know who that is. But Okay, but, Cap- Captain Thunder. That I mean there there's gotta be a story behind that as well. Maybe, um, maybe, maybe he's he's got a lot of stories. Okay. Um, most of them I, I, I don't care to repeat. Right. His wife was on Facebook one day mm. and um she's like I got I've got this really weird message from, from somebody I've never met before. Um and essentially somebody was sending her quite sexually explicit Facebook messages and he sent a very um a very large um number of messages over a over a very short period, all of them I mean- horrifically explicit. Just text, or were there images involved? Uh, there were no images. There was only text. But um, he 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 said what he wanted to do to her um, quite in no a uncertain, lot. Yeah, in and no, no uncertain. uncertain terms. So um, so Captain Thunder chose to deal with this in a way that I think that that we can all get behind. Um, I think that we've we've spoken before on the show about how we're big fans of gentle and good natured trolling. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, this I, I, is a, a key example of that done right. Okay, I, I'm already kind of like I think I know where the story is going, and I'm already liking it. <laughs> so, so, um, so, what Captain Thunder chose to do is is screen grab these correspondences from this man, 
And then um, he saved them onto his computer. And then he went to this fellow's Facebook page, which was unfortunate for this for this gentleman, unprotected. Um, and, then, and then found everybody in his Facebook friends list who shared his last name. He then proceeded to Facebook message all of these people with a tiny URL link to all of the pictures of the oh things my- that he had been sending his wife. Oh my god, that is amazing! <laughs> and then he just walked away. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just walk away. That is that is that is brilliant. Yeah, that is very well done. I yep. yeah no I no I I think that can I, if I read about that like and it wasn't someone you knew yeah I'd be like I'd be down with them being awesome guy for weeks so yeah. I can definitely get behind this yeah that is that's the because like he didn't send him any abusive messages no. himself he didn't send he he purely just used the man's own words yeah turn them around on him. Yep. I like it. That's that's perfect. So there you are, Captain Thunder. You are a uh, you are an awesome guy of the week. You definitely are an awesome guy <laughs> of the week. I think yeah. No, I think we can all that that's that's an excellent way to go about it. How, kind of if you're getting like it's that sort of like abusive messages yeah. or just just send it to their fans. Send it to their yeah. mum. Yeah, send it to their mum. Just send it to their mum. Send that's it to it. their mum. <laughs> and and like you know you haven't done you haven't written anything. Yep. You haven't kind of like got angry or said anything you shouldn't. Yeah. All you've done is shown to that person's mother that they're a terrible person, yeah, and ruined every Sunday dinner they'll ever have for the rest of their lives, which is which is perfect. Which is perfect, fitting. It, it's fitting, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. stay away from Mrs. Thunder, everyone. Yeah, exactly. Or Captain Thunder will um will will inform your family of your transgressions. <laughs> Errand of Mercy, we support gentle trolling and the institution of marriage. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get like a, a really old timey crest, like a coat of arms. Yeah. And I feel I feel we can say that this week as well. We support the institution of marriage considering the whole the gay marriage thing. Yeah, which like is really good past. news. So, so we can definitely support the institution of marriage for absolutely everyone now. Yeah. No. Yeah, congratulations, <laughs> men men who like men and women who like women. You yeah. you can now marry those men and all women that you uh, that that you like. So yeah. yeah, good work, good work, good work, everyone, good work, everyone. <laughs> good round of applause for everyone. <laughs> um, I have I have some other um, some other good news as well, um, yeah. which will be good news for our listeners. We spoke during episode eight about a trip I had to a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament and I said that there was something that I wanted to do I wanted yeah. to um to ask the um the young Yu-Gi-Oh players of the world what they um what their feelings or a number of politically contentious subjects were yeah ask them about their thoughts on world events well I'm pleased to say that that this weekend I will be attending another Yu-Gi-Oh tournament oh that's good <laughs> um, and I will be attending with a scribe um, my girlfriend's going to come. Yeah, and she's going to. And she's take- going to take some shorthand notes on conversations I have. So wow. that, that's dedication by a girlfriend. Yeah, I've got to say, Go she's on. a she's a wonderful <laughs> young lady. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's um, it's it's you're going to find out what they think about gay marriage. 
That's going to be one of the I, things I'm going to ask them. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, we, we, we've had questions on the Facebook group. By the way, that's facebook.com forward slash Aaron of Mercy like yep. this week about what was going on with that. So glad to hear that is definitely in the works. This is the problem with having listeners. People hold you accountable for things <laughs> that you'd say you do. Yeah. Um, and on, on that note, I do want to say um, I, the, the MS Paint picture of Matthew Fry is still a work in process, progress. And but, so is my pencil drawing of the wolf on a motorcycle. You yeah. may need to give us some time on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if this, this was made clear, but we're not really the most artistic people in the world. <laughs> the prob- well, I'm kind of autistic. Does that count? <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 on the spectrum. I'm only like, everyone's on. There. I, my yeah. my feeling is that everyone's somewhere on there. You yeah. know, um, yeah. I, one of the problems I've had is that like I can draw a picture of me fine because like my defining features are a beard and a plaid t-shirt, a plaid <laughs> shirt. So that was easy. Um, I'm going to draw like an abstract drawing of you that's literally just a bit a floating beard and a plaid t-shirt, and everyone would know who it was. So um, it's G. Yeah, like. But, like, the issue is both you and him are sort of kind of men of average build, average height with glasses. Yeah, so, it's not like, a, all uh... of your kind of defining features are... Um, I'm thinking I might like I might just define you by just drawing you holding like an X Men comic or something. That's a good idea. <laughs> Have me dressed out up in like a, a cardboard samurai outfit. Oh well, outfit. No, okay, yeah, no, that's it. I'll draw you as a freaking steampunk. There we go. Done. <laughs> Hey, I did that one time. <laughs> yeah, and I'll never forget. I was experimenting, before. okay? <laughs> I was going to say I was young and I needed the money, but, you know, but it, it happened only, last year and yes, I had to pay to make the costume, so that didn't count. <laughs> so speaking of uh, being held accountable for things and things that we try and do weekly, um, yep. we like to hold the music industry accountable for the things that it does to our ears yep. and our minds and the minds and ears of the young. Definitely, you know, we've got to think about the kids. Um, this week's Shit Music for Terrible People is a song called Black Chandelier by Biffy Clyro. Um, I don't think it's particularly high in the charts at the moment, but it does get a lot of airplay on Radio 1. Yeah, they, I mean, Biffy Clyro, I mean, are they, they're Scottish. They aren't are. They? They're Scottish, yeah. and that's, I, as far as I can remember, the only interesting thing about them. Yeah. Maybe um, they have beards, and they may have beards, and some, yeah. some maybe sometimes they wear plaid shirts. They might do. They I might do. Those that's, that's my look. They can't. They can't take that. <laughs> they can't take my look. <laughs> it's all right. You don't have the harrowed look of self-absorbed despair that they have on their faces. Yeah. All right. Um, so, this is a. Um, I, I feel that this is a song with self-absorption uh, at its core. It's very very navel gazing. I think we've had a um, we've had a lot of songs recently that are very fuck me. I want to fuck you. Let's fuck uh, fuck yeah. fuckity fuck fuck. But they, they um, seem to make up the bulk of them. Yeah, like yeah, definitely. I think we should change it up a bit this this mm. week. So this is uh, this is not a, a fuck fuck fuckity fuck fuck song. Uh, <laughs> this is a, this is a different song entirely. I mean, like just in the last kind of thirty seconds, you've massively upped the amount of swearing in this episode. I'm yeah, quite I know. <laughs> well, you know, my mum recently said that I swear too much on my podcast. So mm. what I like to do is I like to draw a room with the first thirty minutes of not swearing very much, and then just throw in a couple of f bombs. Yeah, um, just just chuck those in the blender. I see think what we've got, I think we've got a similar thing on this because, like, 
a few people like not more than one person has, has contacted me in recent weeks to point out that we say justin biber's name wrong like and, and as soon as that happens we were dedicated to saying it even more so it's like well, the same yeah. thing <laughs> this, is, this is our thing i'm not sure if i'm not sure if it's been noticed and it kind of annoys me to have to say that this we do this intentionally i would assume <laughs> that people would be intelligent enough to work out that the fact that we mispronounce almost every pop star's name that we use on this podcast intention uh, is intentional yeah. for example amelia lily or um or what was 303, I think, was the first one we decided to call Yahweh. Yahweh. Yeah, I think a lot of them come from the fact that I actually, like, and me actually getting things wrong, though, to be fair. Like, yeah. for the fact that, like, for example, the fact we call One Direction Young Direction. Yeah. Because I kept calling them Young Direction by accident, <laughs> and you just kind of went along with that. Oh, by me. So this is, um, this is Buffy Clearo. This is Buffy Clearo. Buffy Clearo. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, and their song goes as follows. I shouldn't laugh, but I know I'm a failure in your eyes. I know it's daft, but I guess I know it deep inside. It feels like we're ready to crack these days, you and I, when it's just the two of us, only the two of us, I could die. You left my heart like an abandoned car, old (laughs) and worn and no use at all, but I used to be free. We're going to separate ourselves tonight. We're always running scared but holding knives. But there's a black (laughs) chandelier. It's casting shadows and lies. I'll sit in silence for the rest of my life if you'd like. Dressing our wounds with industrial gloves made of wire. (laughs) Feel it penetrate the skin. We begin to relax when it's just the two of us. An acute little cup of cyanide. <laughs> you left my heart like an abandoned car, old and worn and no use at all. But I used to be free. <laughs> and this then, is the most psychotic song I've ever I heard. And I think it's it's so psychotic that did you notice towards the end of those passages I got more and more serious? Well, no, that's the thing. I did notice you began reading it more and more as if it was like a serious poem. Basically. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, what, what's basically going on here is a shit poet, a shit yeah. possibly insane poet. Yeah. Something. Um, Without now, rhyme or meter. Yeah, it's not great. Um it kind of works as a song, I guess, because yeah. of the way that Biffy Clyro makes songs. I don't say it works as a good song, but it no, it kind it, of fits vaguely yeah, with the music. It that kind they of make. flows. Yeah, uh, um, but that doesn't. I mean, that you've doesn't left change. me like an abandoned car. Is one of the most amazing pieces of like poetic imagery I've it's ever ridiculous. heard. It's so it's so bad. It's uh, like it's like, really, really overwrought. We're going to separate each other, and like tonight, we're holding knives. It's, what the we're going to separate ourselves tonight. We're always running scared, but holding knives. What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a. I'm assuming it's a piece of imagery about you know running away from a situation, but being ready to defend yourself. I'm not sure. I guess. Um. They uh, fucking so. I have a number of issues with music like this. Yeah. Um, for a number of reasons. So, reason number one: 
people tell me that like uh, yeah i've people have told me before that this kind of band is enjoyed by people who are in tough situations and the fact that knowing that somebody else feels like that and has written music like this about it helps them through which is fine that's cool but nobody else has ever felt like this yeah I've, nobody well, else should ever have felt like this i'm i'm not sure it's the sort of thing you want to be listening to kind of like when you're i mean that's like advising someone to read like a crazy homeless person's leaflet when they're feeling like a bit unsure of themselves and unsteady that's really bad advice yeah no i think it's more it's more with music there's a certain catharsis that comes um from knowing that somebody else has been through that situation before yeah so Um, it's I don't know. I kind of like think of it more like the um, tragic live section of WH Smith, you know, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's, it's 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 not cathartic knowing that someone else is going through the same experience. It's just cathartic listening to other people's shit lies. Yeah, but I think that like, but that would be all right if this was realistic. If this was if this was a realistic portrayal of the breakdown of a relationship. Because yeah, just there have been plenty of good songs about the breaks up breakup of relationships. Yeah. This it's, one's just it's like fertile ground for songwriting. But yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. But this is just like just shit poetic imagery after shit poetic imagery for shit people. Yeah. Uh, framed framed at the point of reference of looking directly into your own navel. Yeah, I'm it's, like an abandoned car underneath a black sh- What the fuck even is a black chandelier? It's I I don't know, but it's casting secrets and lies. Sorry, ha- shadows and lies. Shadows and lies. Yeah. yeah. Ow. When it's just the two of us and a cute little cup of cyanide. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you make me bleed. Oh, you make me want to drink bleach. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a better song about breaking up with somebody. It's just you and Easy me. World. Just you, you and me enjoy. and a vagina filled with cyanide. cyanide. <laughs> when it's just the two of us and your furry little cup of cyanide. Oh. <laughs> there you go. There's some imagery for you, Biffy Clyro. <laughs> have a bit of that oh this is like the second shit music for terrible people in a row you've just got me with incredibly gross sexual imagery you <laughs> bastard what oh yeah the other one from last week was yeah, like, which having sex going, with kesha no, shut the fuck up <laughs> this is what bad music does though g it ruins your mind you don't 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 let it in don't, don't let those thoughts land um, well, I mean, do you want to kind of move on on the subject of shit music, but just news about shit music? Then? Yeah, let's let's hear some of that. It's not more Biber news, is it? Because we've done that like um, for a month now. No, we, What's we, he done now? Is he stuck his cock in a face or something? Probably. I'm not saying the mouth. Yeah, just just, just somewhere in a face. He seems like the kind. <laughs> this is news from Japan. Um, well, maybe. Maybe it's still I mean, possible that Justin Bieber's been up to stuff with faces in Japan. No, I don't. I, I mean, he might be on tour. I don't know. He probably is. But um, no, this is about a, a, a group from Japan. Um, this is a sort of girl band who are called AKB48. Okay, um, sounds like a Russian fighter jet. Yeah, I was kind of thinking also possibly a bad UB40 cover band. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. 
um so yeah this is this is a girl group called as akb48 um who have been in the news um twice this week um well i mean they'd already been in the news once and then they came back into the news again this week um and i only heard about the first one kind of on the back of the second one um so there's one story that's been getting a bit of coverage um in in this country um this is um regarding a member of the band called uh, minami minagishi um, who shaved her head. Um, you know, she's kind of obviously quite severely gone out at it with the clippers, um, you know, just kind of like really, it's kind of like raggedy and awful looking. Um, she shaved her head as an act of contrition. Um, apparently this is sort of traditional Japanese act of contrition is to shave your head. Okay. Um, it's kind of common to a few cultures, so that's not... But um, the reason she's done this is because a photo was taken of her leaving her boyfriend's house. Wow. Um, so, yeah, and because of that, she's... she to apologize to her fans she said as a senior member of, of the group it is my responsibility to be a role model for the younger members she said before ending a four minute mea culpa with a deep lingering bow um she is 20 years old and yet her crime has been see has been having a photo of her coming out of the house of 19 year old alan shirahama who is a dancer with the group what would what would what would Amelia Lilly need to do? I mean, yeah, like an act of contrition for all the things that she wants to do. Like, I mean, this is the thing. Like, she, like it's not like there's been a photo of them like doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like she's released a sex tape or something. Yeah. It's literally kind of like one morning, some paparazzi took a photo of her leaving the house. The implication being that she spent the night at the house of a man. See if and that's your response. If you're, if that's your response to that happening, I'm, I'm going to break this to you now, so it doesn't damage you later on. I don't think you're cut out for being a celebrity, love. Well, I mean, this is the thing, though. Like you would say that, but like basically she was forced to do this because her fans were so angry at her. whoa okay that's a that's a slightly more sinister angle on things yeah like they were getting like she was getting like sort of like threats and people were calling her uh, you know while well, they were calling her a slut and things yeah and like her management uh, the management company has like demoted her within the group so she's like it's fucking crazy, man. Like, wow. Japan, what the hell is going on? Like, the point, like, haven't they got the point of girl groups is that, you know, basically, like, female pop stars, I'm not saying it's a good thing, but, like, basically the whole setup is they're, they're like, sexy things. Yeah, yeah. They're sexy people having sex and singing about sexy stuff. I think if you would like to see um, the gradual rebranding of a girl group who started off not being that and then became that, just um, look at the the uh, videos of the South Korean girl band Girls' Generation as, um, as their fame increased. Well, I mean, I, yeah, okay, this is, like, a thing as well, because, like, I'm a, I like I I know nothing at all about Japanese pop music. I know a little bit about Korean pop music, and yeah. like like because Korean pop music, like the videos are really sexy. Basically, yeah. that's yeah. A, like like bordering on pornography, sexy at some and, point. And you know, I'm a single man. <laughs> I can only do so much, <laughs> and I've seen so many. And like, yeah, they're 
I mean, they're, they're just as kind of, there's just as much sex going on them as in like sort of, you know, any kind of Western music. Song song. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah, there's just as much going on there as there is in, like, I don't know, like, I, the Saturdays or, like, um, what was the what was the American girl group who were all, like, doing the stripping, dancing stuff? I can't you remember. mean Pussycat Dolls? The Pussycat Dolls. I just like, wanted to listen to you scramble for the names of current girl bands for yeah. a bit there. It was kind of, in, it was kind of enjoyable. Yeah, right. Well, you know, but it's the same sort of thing. And yeah, yeah. I mean, you, find out, like, so you, you hear about Japanese pop group, and you think, oh, it must be the same sort of thing. And it's like, oh, so she might have had sex with someone. So she's been forced to shave her head to apologize to fans. Like, what the fuck is going on there? See, I get the feeling here that we're not dealing with, we're not dealing with tween girl fans who are angry, angry about this. No, and not at all. I think we're dealing what, with creepy dudes. I think that's the thing. We're dealing with creepy dudes, but where, whereas in like this country, they'd just be ignored. Yeah, <laughs> I guess in Japan, they're the main audience for this stuff. Well, yeah, it's idol culture, isn't it? That's uh, that's <laughs> totally a thing, man. Think about our um, in our friendship group, who's well into Japanese idol bands. All right, yeah. And there it is. I can kind of see what's, yeah, all yeah, right, kind yeah. of. But, like, still, I don't think they'd be demanding that someone shave their head. Yeah, that's 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 mental. Like, I mean, I, I, I'm perfect. Like, I'm not fine with it, but, like, all right, like, guys being into, like, guys being into, into bands of attractive women, I can understand. But, yeah. like, the yeah. thing that So you're saying the thing that freaks you out about this is guys who are into bands of attractive women but don't want to fuck them. That freaks you out. Yeah, I guess. I guess I that, that I can't, like, like I can't wrap my head around that. Surely that's the point. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I think that I I would say that that you're unnecessary, like you're unfairly objectifying women by saying that, like saying no, all I'm, this girl band has to offer is sex I'm, appeal. No, but not, then, hang on a minute, yeah, all this girl band has to offer is sex appeal because it's a fucking girl band. Like, it's no, not. No, what I'm saying is like I'm not saying I'm. Cool. I'm not down with that. No, but, but that's understand what's going on. There. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm I not don't... fine with that, but that is how this system is supposed yeah. to work. It's how the world works. Yeah. But now I'm finding out that there's like a massive like country out there which is working on an entirely different level from the rest of the world. And like if anything is even creepier and weirder for it. <laughs> um but yeah as i said there were two stories about this band so that was like that was a big story like this has been in the news quite a lot because i think basically people were just as weirded out by what the fuck was going on there as i like it was on the bbc it was on like all the british newspapers it was like what's what's the deal but like on the back of that i found out something else that happened involving the same band that's akb 48 like about a week earlier and that headline is japanese girl band star at center of child porn investigation after magazine used picture of her with boy touching her breasts shit um so this is a woman called tomomi kasai who's uh, 21 and has been with the band since 2006 now apparently it, even though this other woman can't like even be implied to be having sex, it's fine for this woman to do a naked photo shoot. Um, 
I'm gonna stop you there, G. I just googled AKB48. Yeah. Um, image search. There's a lot going on here. Um, right. Do you, do you think I should get on this? Uh, yeah. Just just Google AKB48 and have a look at the pictures. So it would appear that what we have here is there's just a fuck ton of them. Like. What? Of, upwards of shit. 30 right, okay, to 40 girls. Right, it's a picture here. I'm, I'm going to have to do some multiplication here just because I say, all right, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's eight across, along the top row. Yeah. And like, there's how many rows are there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So that's eight, that's eight squared members of a girl group. That, and I know, so I, what I feel like is um, there's a picture here. That has there's like a central group. They there's okay. This right. is a girl band so fucking huge. They have to have their own school uniform to begin with. Um, and some of these girls, I believe, are seniors. They have a slightly more ornate and shortcut version of this school uniform. Um, like seriously, um, I don't want to recommend that people Google this shit because this is like. I mean, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of these. I mean, considering they're apparently not supposed to be having sex or anything, there's yeah. a lot of them in pants, like yeah. in their bras and pants and swimming costumes, and in yeah, sort of I guess sexy like, lingerie, porn, porn school uniforms. Yeah. So what it would appear we have here is we have a fucking huge girl group that has a core group of maybe seven to ten members who do the weird sexy girls thing. And then the other ones appear to do, we're just cute schoolgirls. I mean, I guess they're like the backup dancers or something. Maybe, but, but it's, it's like, this is like the definition of moe, like distilled moe. That's what this is. It's like, we're going to, that's going to have to be explained to us. Moe is a concept. I think that there are people who listen to this show who don't, Kind of frequent anime forums. And there is shit. there is no way that nobody that, that somebody doesn't know what moe means. Um, there, there totally is. It's not a concrete term, constantly evolving and being used in a variety of ways. It basically um, just means like sort of cute, doesn't it? But it like, doesn't just it mean t- cute. It's like it's cute in a way where you have like you have a, a massive like not necessarily massive but a medium to large group of 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 girls all of which you have defining traits and certain people will fixate on certain girls because they like those traits it's a way of spreading the appeal of usually an anime as much as possible by including as many kind of specifically stylized girls in your show but these are real people yeah these are actual real people with creepy male dudes all over like I mean, I'm I'm kind of I'm well out of the uh, the anime loop on this. Like, so it's kind of like kind of each person kind of kind of it fits a specific thing that a dude would be into. Yeah, yeah, but like crystallized down. Like, there's yeah. one of these pictures. Like, there are there are cute ones. There are shy ones. There are ones that that they look a little bit more sassy. Yeah, they're saying one, ones. These are like, actually people, ladies yeah, there, and gentlemen. There's, there's these are girls like, who exist. Yeah. Um, right, I, I just realised this. Okay, because like I was reading the article and it said like the the AKB sounds for like I can't pronounce this Akihabara Aki 
it's a place in Tokyo. Um, so I, 48 must mean the people, the number of people yeah. in Japan. Yeah, that's the AKB 48. That's mental. Yeah. So it's um, basically like a girl band version of the polyphonic spree. It's yeah, what it's what it is. Up. That's exactly what it is. And you're only allowed to want to have sex with some of them, I guess. I guess. I guess that's how it works. Um, oh, man, I feel we've opened, like, we've really opened up a whole rabbit hole. of just... Bro, like, Asian girl bands confuse the fuck out of me. Like, I've never come across one that's maybe go, oh, yeah, it makes sense. I'm always <laughs> like, what? Well, no, I mean, this is the thing. Like I said, I've seen, like, I mean, I, I've... I've not I've gotten like no real interest in it, but I've seen like Korean pop videos and it seems to me to basically be the same thing as like the Pussycat dolls and stuff like this. Like they might have a theme, but it's like six or eight, six like between four and eight people generally. Yeah. Just like doing kind of like sexy dances and singing a song about like like where the main lyric is probably the word baby, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, There's a lot of swim shoots for 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 girls who you're supposed to like who aren't supposed to be sex objects. There's a lot of girls There's in, lot of in the... very revealing costumes here. Yeah, this is yeah. I think, like, I mean, I I'm pretty sure we could dedicate an entire show to deal with dealing with how fucked up the thing we're looking at here is. Yeah, just just um, Google AKB48. Yeah. Um, google image search it and and come with us down this rabbit hole you've you've been able to enjoy a a, a live as recorded discovery of what akb48 really is to yeah. a, a number of what i believe would be described as gaijin um <laughs> i like the thing is like them they're, they're almost definitely people listening to this show who are already kind of like who know about this stuff and are getting really fucking pissed off with us like you don't yeah. even understand what moe is fuck well, you yeah, well, well i i mean i hope they're not but i hope they're enjoying just how like maybe this will give them some perspective on just how flipping mental this is yeah yeah we yeah we're sorry we don't understand Internet. I don't understand what's going on? Here. I'm sorry, I don't understand internet. I don't understand it. I don't understand what's so, yeah, going on. It looks like, oh. as I scroll down, it looks like there is there have been some quite saucy photo shoots that some of the individualised members of this group have done. Yeah, so it's um, yeah, it's often popping, and we don't understand. So they're allowed to be sexy, but they're not allowed to actually have sex. Yeah, what? no, that's totally a that that's, that's the that's, thing. That's definitely a thing. That's definitely a. That's a thing going it, on there. Other com- like I can understand other countries' pop. Like even if I don't enjoy other countries' pop music, I can understand what's going on. It's generally kind of like of a theme. Like yeah. this is just something else. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let's. I think we need to end the show. We need to end the show. I think we need to end this episode. I. <laughs> I, I'm I'm like in way above my head. I'm not sure I can like. I mean, it's been an hour now, hasn't it? Yeah, it like it does feel like you you Google image the way that Google Images works as well. Now it just shows you a continuous wall of images. Exactly. You try yeah. that. It's like it's literally like putting your face into into <laughs> it, terrifying and muddy waters. It is like because yeah, that's the thing. You used to be able to just click on a page and then just like click next. Now it's just everything at once. Yeah, and oh, and. I and can't cope. I can't. I can't cope with the modern world. That's what's I happening. Can't I can't cope with these barely legal teens. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
there's so many of them all at once. I like my barely legal teens, like, selected via a rotary system. I just mentioned that woman. She was like, I mean, I I closed the window because I couldn't deal with anything. She was like 23 or something, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's what's going on there? Yeah, exactly. What's going on there, Simon? What's going on? (laughs) This is the the episode where J-pop drove Geraint mad. Uh, yeah all right well uh, let's just let's just wrap it up let's wrap let's wrap this up (laughs) so (laughs) yeah i have a shower with my clothes on it'll be fine i'm just gonna i'm just gonna cry in a shower i'm just gonna reenact that scene from casino royale yeah Um, is daniel craig gonna come and wrap you up in his big strong arms that's the only thing that can save this day now (laughs) (laughs) daniel craig (laughs) I heard someone was that, crying that, in the shower. Yeah, that would kind of just make sense after all of this. I'd just be like, yeah, all right, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Let's move on with this. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, sorry, um, Japan. We don't know. We don't understand. Don't know, um, Japan. Like, I is... thought we started this episode off by thinking that North Korea was crazy, but yeah. like, at least that kind of fitted in with just like things that were happening elsewhere in the world. Not only do we not know, but like, I think that, that, we're two dudes who've who've kind of consumed a lot of Japanese culture over the years. I mean, admittedly filtered through a massive filter, fed down a tiny tube in small chunks. But we have, yeah. we've definitely, we've definitely had more exposure yeah. to it than most. I mean, I mean, and we don't know what the fuck's going on yeah. here. I mean, we're children of the nineties. We kind of like grew up on Pokemon and just moved on from there. Basically. Yeah. You you ran an anime society. I, I was we, treasurer of an yeah, anime society. We met, yeah. Yeah. But this, this I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Um, hopefully we'll have kind of reconstructed our minds uh, by the time we record the show next week. Um, <laughs> as always, please tell a friend, um, you know, share it on Facebook, Twitter, blogs, forums, you know, social network that those shit. things social network it out and um yeah see you next week yes indeed keep it keep it i was gonna say keep it post gay but but let's say let's say something else let's say i don't know get get married to another dude this week don't do that no um, uh, unless you want to unless you've like been in a loving relationship for ages do yeah. that yeah, whatever. Marry, marry someone. Marry, marry someone this week. Marry someone this week. Tell them about it. Tell us about. Get on our Facebook page and tell us about your your horrific slapdash marriage to a stranger. This week, this week on the Arrowhead of Mercy, we are supporting shotgun weddings, but only to other dudes if you're a dude. Or ladies if you're a woman. No, no, no. Just dudes if you're Just dudes. No dykes, no straights. Only dudes are allowed to marry this week. Okay, fine. Whatever. Like, I mean, we're at the point now that makes sense to me. Yeah, fine. Let's do that. Good night. Good night.